0: You're listening to the Sleepy Games podcast. Hello, hello, hello. We are finally back for part 2 of season 2 of the Sleepy Games podcast. We are your hosts. I am James Games, Sleepy John. How you doing over there? You over there? You good? Yep, I'm here, buddy. Yes. Good. It's good. It's, it's good to have you back. It's good to hear you. I miss yep.
1: you. Yeah. I, I every day, buddy. Every day is an eternity.
0: Especially during the holidays. Like you, you you really miss someone during the holidays. And and I I thoroughly missed you. Oh. My heart. <laughs> Uh, You don't know how much you mean to me Uh, uh, Anyway, on that note um, Let's just get to it Because I know this episode we have a lot to discuss And we only have a finite time to discuss Um, And so for this episode Now that it's award season I've been seeing the Golden Globes, I've been seeing the Oscar nominations And I thought it'd be a good time For us to discuss our top films Of the year and I know you have not seen as many films as I have, um, but I still want to hear your thoughts. Because so I figured we could probably do like a top five for you, and well, we'll do a top fan, top ten for me. How does that sound? Top five.
1: There, there, you know, let, let's be real here, James. There's no way you're going to get ten <laughs> movies in like that amount of time.
0: No, no, no. So, so I was thinking that at least at least for me, okay. Um, are you for just like, going to list them
1: off, or are you going to like go into them, or is it? Well,
0: yeah. So for like the top ten, I'll go through like like for like ten through six, Kay. I'll just have like, a brief thing about them, like of like why Kay. they're in this spot. But for the top five, I'll go a little more in depth with them. Um, yeah, you know, but not so much. will take up too much of the show, just enough to show why it's in this position.
1: Okay. So, start us off, buddy.
0: You want me to start it off?
1: Yeah, I want you to start it off. So how about you, this? you
0: you a lot of times have
1: lots to say, so uh, it makes my job easier because then I don't have to say as much.
0: <laughs> okay, so, so so how about with that? So since you only be doing a top five, how about I go through um, my honorable mentions and top in the in my top ten through six, and then we'll go through your top five and then go through my top five. How about that?
1: Yeah, what, whatever, okay. whatever floats your boat, buddy.
0: And, and there's one movie my honorable mentions we will discuss more thoroughly. So don't okay. worry. So, uh, for honorable mentions, these these just missed the top ten. Um, and these are in no particular order. I just think they, they're worth mentioning just in case people need something to watch that, um, you know, they're looking for that new movie that it, it, it's... So one of these might be nominated, they might not be, but they're at least they should be watched and not watched at all. So... I'll start off with my album mentions. You have Air, which was a film about, um, basically about Michael Jordan getting his Nike deal, in all the okay. behind the scenes with that. It starred Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, um, you know who who've been a great duo ever since uh, Goodwill Hunting. Uh, so it it, it was a, it's a very fast paced film. Like the dialogue's very quippy and everything, and you are. You know, every step of the way, trying to learn how this Michael Jordan deal happened—it's fascinating. So I have that as I mentioned didn't quite make the top ten. Um, next one is Tetris, uh, and I, I know we discussed like video game movies a little bit on the show, but you know this is literally a video game movie of how this video game became so popular. And it's fascinating how with this film how it was kind of it was created by somebody in um, in Russia and and it was the whole thing about trying to get the rights and how you know for the for the PC and for a certain console they had to go through all these ins and outs you know and go through like the KGB and everything I'm not sure as far as what's true what's not but it's a very fascinating watch even though if you know it's probably best you don't look up to, you know for like how truthful it is. But for, you know, just a nice watch, you know, to um, you know, just to see like how for a game like Tetris, how you know, almost life or death it kind of got into. So I yeah, recommend that, that one. I
1: think you did review that one last season. Oh, did you not? I, OK, sure. I did. OK, so yeah. so, so
0: yeah. and I'll stick to that. So it's, it, it just shows how, like I think I watched it back in March or April. It's still yeah. been on my list ever, ever since. So it's it stuck with me okay um the the next one i have is uh, mission impossible dead reckoning so it's a new mission impossible film with tom cruise um this one it, it's the longest mission impossible of all of, of, of the franchise and it does have some of the best action in the entire franchise but i think it's a little bit too long you do feel a little bit of the uh the runtime. Mm. and the the villain is a little bit uh you're kind of not sure like where they're going with it because it is like a part one of a series and it very much feels like a part one Mm -hmm. um but it's still it's still draw dropping action and they're very you know very amazing locations across the world and, you know, and Tom Cruise runs his ass off like he does in every movie. It, it, like, I, 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 I want to I figure out, actually... Yeah, like, what's up with that? I, I, it's funny. I, I want to figure out a counter. Because uh, uh, when I watched this film, I had a group and everything. And yeah. I kind of want to get a trivia question as far as, like, the amount of t- screen time of all the Mission Impossible movies where you have Tom Cruise running. Like, how many minutes is it of just Tom Cruise running? It's a fair it, bit... I, I, And I feel like this movie, he runs the most. He runs the most in this movie.
1: I think it was a Mission Impossible three. Yes, pretty long, like foot chase, and it's like it's not like an interesting foot chase like the uh, Casino Royale one. It was just kind of like him running. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's still good. I still recommend the watch. Uh, I think it's gonna be on Paramount. Um, I think you know this week or next week. So so it's, if it's free, definitely watch it. Okay. Um, and so again, these are
1: all honorable mentions. This these, is are still, 10.
0: these are honorable mentions. Still, yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the, I have two more honorable mentions left. Two more. <laughs> two more. The next one is it's probably my favorite documentary of the year. Favorite documentary okay. of the year is a movie called Still by uh, what's about Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox's life. From
1: oh, you talked about that one, uh, I think last year too. I yes, think. I did, and it's still yeah, on the list. I so
0: yeah. I, I, I need people to know. See, so yeah, I, I talked about it thoroughly on a, on a past episode, but it still stuck with me uh, all these months, and I think it's still a must, wa- must watch. Now, the of last Canadian. <laughs> He's Canadian. Do you say Michael J. Fox is Canadian? Yeah, Michael J. Fox is Canadian. Yeah. I actually did not know that.
1: I. Okay. I'm like, I'm, I'm like
0: 99% <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I believe you. They, they, they might have went into the documentary and I just forgot. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the last one, this is what I want to talk to you about. Okay. My last album mention is Saltburn. Ah, okay. <laughs> well, we'll
1: take a pause for this one, I guess.
0: Wait, <laughs> oh, you, you, you don't have any thoughts on this one, huh? Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I have some thoughts. So, it's amazing with Salt burn. So, I saw this in theaters uh, in You December. saw it in theaters? I saw it in theaters.
1: I didn't even know that went in theaters. It was... Uh, it's kind of scarring in some ways. And, like, not yes. in a good way. Just in a... What the fuck?
0: Well, I mean, it depends watching. how fucked up a person you are. You know, if it's good or bad. Um, but, uh, I will say, seeing this in theaters was a very, very memorable... I'll bet. I'll bet. Because you had cuz and this was a Tuesday night. So so t- Tuesday night movie theater experience, usually the tickets are half off. Um so I'm sure you had a lot of people like, you know, just wanna go see a movie, you know, for for a cheap price, something new. Yeah. And you know, the when you watch, you know, I, I don't know if people saw trailers or anything. They probably just saw who's in it, especially the one guy who's in um who's in uh, the one show euphoria i'm sure a lot of people went in t- to just go see him mm. and and someone like me who's a who's a film buff i went in not even watching a trailer so i i, I it's, it's nice for me to go into a film not knowing anything because i feel like it's such it's so I, hard I for agree. me nowadays yeah because I'm, I'm obsessed with watching a trailer or just seeing, or, or seeing some, some something with production wise, or just yeah. knowing all so, the ins and outs of a film before I watch it. Did you
1: it. Did you watch anything? Did you know anything about this movie going in at all?
0: The only thing I knew about is the actors and actresses that were in. It.
1: Okay, but that's it. Like nothing about that's, the story, or nothing like, about okay. the
0: story. Okay, yeah. So, okay. so when when I went into it, I'm thinking, okay, it's um just this college movie. You know, D- they're just showing like the the life of these college kids. Oh no. <laughs> that is just the beginning. <laughs> that, 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 the, the first act just sets the sets, the, just sets everything up. You still don't know what you're in for. Um, and, and neither did the audience. And if yeah. we want to go into mild, minor spoilers in this, there, the one scene that comes up is, you know, the infamous bathtub scene. That's when you hear all the the screams, the cries. It was that whole, one, eh? Uh Yes, it was. The, the whole audience okay. was just either gagging or just uh-huh. been like, "Oh my god!" or just like, "Can't believe what they're seeing." They're making noise. Like it's one of those things that like, so, you you can't hold in. Okay, so uh, for
1: listeners that might not ever want to watch a movie like this, because like personally for me, I'd recommend you not to uh, unless you just want no, to start. For no I reason. disagree, but.
0: I think okay. everybody should watch this movie. Everybody. Okay,
1: but I, I want—I'm going to describe it for those that aren't planning on watching the movie. I mean, if you are, then shut this off now. Come back after you've watched it or whatever. But it's like, so basically, one dude is in a bathtub. He's, you know, he's he's choking his chicken, and then another dude goes in to like slurp up the, I guess, uh, ecstasy of the bathwater. way to put it (laughs) and uh yeah so there's that is one scene and then there was i'm surprised sorry i guess you i I just want to describe the scene for anyone that isn't sure what you're talking about because yeah anyways i I, i'm not gonna interrupt you 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 carry on to what you were saying
0: no i i I didn't want to dive in this too much because i don't want to go to a full-on review of this film because it's uh, Uh. it's an honorable mention (laughs) (laughs) so <laughs>
1: it's hard not to talk about it's though. it's
0: literally it's the closest film i was gonna put on the top 10 just because of how much it stuck with me after watching it did and you like the movie though i i liked it i didn't love it i okay. liked it like okay. if i would if i were to rate it i'll give it like a 75 eight range um but but because it stuck with me so much and like how I, bold okay. some of the choices were and i'm like and i love the, the main actor barry Keoghan i mean because he's He's such okay. a freak. He's such a good freak, you know. Um, I it, it was so unexpected because, like, I'm, I'm like, watch, I'm like, where is this going? And I still didn't know where it was going until they went to the actual Saltburn Mansion. That's and that's what the title is. Saltburn is the name of like the complex, the mansion, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but okay, I, I I gotta ask. It's it's on It's 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 in my
1: brain here. So, tell like, me, tell you're me, in the me, movie theater me. because I, I did not watch this in the movie theater. Watched it yeah. at home. Uh, with the woman there, uh, she, I think, had similar um, commentary as to, as to what I had. But I'm curious what the audience response was. So there, there's two scenes that really stood out. The second one is when he's basically humping the grave. Yes, yeah. the grave. Yeah, the I'm grave. not even going to go. That's all you need to know. He's humping a grave. <laughs>
0: and that's a long take. <laughs> that is like a three minute, at the very least, take. It's like, uncomfortable. Long shot. To watch, yeah. And it just, I, yeah. I knew it was coming. I, like, ah. I was just waiting for it to happen. Right. I was like, when's it coming? When's it happening? And the, and the whole right. audience, the whole audience in theater was just like, everyone's like, into, "Come on, just get it over with, get it <laughs> over with, get it over with." <laughs> and then they did. And then he did. I'm like, oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> but it, but it, and then it went to the you know the, like the last you know I loved I, 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 I like Barry Barry Keoghan is a very confident man for that okay. last, for that very last scene. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> he deserves uh, to be a very confident man. I will. Kind of reminded
1: me of uh, Borat in a way when they're chasing them through the hotel with that big <laughs> fat dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it, yeah, very different scenes. Yeah, um, like yeah. I, I feel like with software in the, that last scene's a little more relatable because you know everyone, you know, I, I assume has had had experience of just like dancing naked in their own house. You know, <laughs> I mean, I hope so. It is a good time. It is a good time, you know, it's something you you can't do anywhere else, you know, at least, you know, legally. (laughs) Um, Man, I I feel like we should talk about software more at another point. No, we've talked about it (laughs) enough,
1: James. (laughs) I'm going to add it to my little list of movies that John does not recommend you watching, (laughs) along with Old Boy. Put salt burn up there. I mean, you're either into it or like you're not. <laughs> I, I, well, yeah. Any, anyways, moving into your top ten, man. Okay. Enough. It's so, enough.
0: <laughs> so, so I will dive into um our top yeah my, my top ten through six for now. Okay. Um And two of these we spoke on on the podcast. I would. It's, it's, it's actually ten and nine. So number okay. ten, I, number ten, I have John Wick four. Okay, yeah. Uh, and we talked about that, and it's, yeah. it's still, it's still hold, it still holds still holds up as a great action film. Um, and then for number nine, I have Killers of the Flower Moon as my what? top ten of the year. A, a, a Killers of the Flower Moon.
1: Oh, Killers of the Flower Moon. Okay. Yes, yeah.
0: So I have that as number nine. Okay. Number eight, you will be yeah. surprised. You'll be surprised okay. I have this over. I'm on the, the edge moon. of my seat. I got Barbie. Oh, I know. <laughs> okay. So I got to see Barbie in between our break on right. the podcast and I watched. So I want to, I want to explain the situation with this. I watched Barbie with uh, one, two, three, four, four other dudes. So it was me and four other dudes, guys weekend, uh-huh. it was Ocean City, Maryland on the beach. And I'm like, and, and then the movie like just came out HBO Max, and I've been dying to see it because I missed out when I was in theaters. I, I was right. traveling, and yeah, and I, was, I, I convinced all these guys. I'm like, let's just watch because I heard great things about Ryan Gosling. You know, this supposed to be all these awards and recognition, everything. And you have very polarizing opinions on this I've film heard. from five guys. Yeah. yeah. On my side, I I'm one who who saw what they were trying to do. And I thought they nailed it from a okay. production standpoint, writing standpoint, acting standpoint. Um, especially with, you know, of course, Margot Robbie's Barbie's amazing. The direction that was done by Greta Gerwig was top notch. Production value was there, but man, and I, and I know there's this message, you know, of everything as far as, you know, female empowerment, and everything, but man, does Ryan Gosling steal the show? And it's, it's like, and, and, I, and I can't tell this is intentional on their part, but he's just such a convincing, like as far as comedic actors go, he's so underrated when it comes to comedic right. ability. And I see why, because the Oscar nominations just came out yesterday and he was nominated for a supporting actor for his role right. in Barbie. Which and, is, it, I, and it shows. it's so funny. Yeah, which is so ironic funny. because it's Ken and
1: like Ken is supposed to be very forgettable. Yes!
0: And that's, and, and, and they, they doubled down on the joke yeah. with that yeah. of how he is forgettable. Yeah. But because of that, if he's memorable. Right. And I thought that was brilliant. And he literally has one of the best songs and the song was also nominated for an Oscar, uh, the I'm Just Ken song. Okay. And so Barbie's at that spot. Okay. And I was keeping it there. I, I watched it a second time and I liked it even more, I will okay. say. Uh, so the next spot I have is number eight. Uh where am I? So that's ten, nine, eight, seven. Okay, so seven. I have the holdovers. Have you heard yeah. of this movie? I have not, no. So the holdovers is stars Paul Giamatti. Uh I, he, I
1: like Paul Giamatti.
0: Yes. Yeah. And this is probably one of the best roles I've ever seen him in. Um,
1: really?
0: is he main or supporting? He's the main. But I don't the, think I've seen him in a main. Yes. Well, so it's the same director who did, um, huh. Sideways, the, the wine movie where he's at, he goes to the wineries. Never seen that. Uh. Okay. So it's the same director who did that, did this film. Paul G. Mai is a star again. Um, and the supporting actress in it, I forget her name. She's also outstanding and she's actually supposed to win supporting actress for this role. Okay. Um, and she plays at like, the cafeteria lady. So, so Paul G. Mai is one of the professors, um, at this, uh, Oh man, now I'm like if it's a high school or college. I think it's a boarding school, some sort of educational institution. Yes, where <laughs> where where the kids live on campus. And the whole the, the thing okay. about the holdovers is you have some kids who are held over during the holidays where they can't go home, right. so they, they have to stay okay. on campus. And then Paul Giamatti is the professor that stays on campus looking after the the uh, the students. Yeah, and yes, it's a great film overall. Uh, I believe it's on Peacock right now, so highly recommend it. Um, Paul, Paul G.M.I. is on his top form very uh like just emotional emotionally driven film but still like has a whole bunch of heart in it especially towards the end where you real feel and resonate with these characters so that's why I have it on my list and what number are we at now that's seven so six number seven is the holdovers yes number six yeah. is American six. fiction I just watched last night American fiction that stars American jeffrey Christian. who stars jeffrey wright uh it's about hey. a a writer who uh, i'm sorry he's said he's a writer but he's also a professor and he hasn't published a book in many many years and hey. he and it goes into a, a bunch of the racial stereotypes of, of well as far as the african-american culture goes but he's a black writer you know who doesn't is not a a typical black writer as far as American African American studies go. And it makes a point out of that. And he, so he writes a book that's a very stereotypical, like a stereotypical black, like, uh, I guess low, uh, I would say kind of poverty and everything kind of driven book and everything. And that actually in, in that, in that book where he writes as a joke ends up being a huge success. Right, like huge success, and okay. like, but, 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 so, so, I didn't realize watching the film, I thought like he, he, like, he made it known that it was him that wrote it. So they actually yep. use like an alias that that he makes that wrote the book. So it actually, it's supposed to be like uh, they make up like this con this uh, this convict that wrote it in his jail cell and now has published it, and they kind of go into like how he kind of hides it and kind of puts on this facade. And it's but. The the, the 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 thing that makes this film stand out is it's not on a comedic level. It's the it's how emotional it gets at the times you don't expect. Because there are times in this when I'm watching this where I'm laughing my ass off, and then the next minute I'm like, I oh, was seriously on the verge of tears. I'm just like, where the fuck did this come from? Right. And for a film to to juggle, I guess, uh, you know, the, to juggle the tone on a comedic and very heavily emotionally dramatic tone, like where that's hard to balance. And so I can see how maybe the film could be polarizing in a way because of that. But for me, I, I feel like a film like that really sticks with you, especially when they do it so well. Cause the writing is just t- top tier. So uh, I, I highly recommend that. I literally just watched it last night and I saw that it was nominated for um, best Picture, Best Actor, a whole bunch of other awards. So, yeah, American Fiction number six. That was number six. It, so I will say, like, this year has been a great year for films. I will say because it was hard. Like, I I think like I made this list pretty. I mean, quickly as far as the order, but it was hard narrowing down what I wanted to talk about for this list. Okay. So I will say. So now that I got through that. I want you to go through your top five of the year before I go through mine, C.P. John.
1: Well, there might be some overlap or something. Oh, oh like, I know there will be. Kind of That's but... kind of my concern here, but... No, no,
0: no, 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 believe me, because I have ones that I know well, will not, concern, not be on I
1: shouldn't say concern. Okay. So, um... Yeah. I guess for me, I'll start off with number five. I'll say uh, the conclusion to John Wick. Uh, again, it, it, you know, it, I wouldn't say I enjoyed it as much as like the first movie or anything like that, but, you know, wrapped up the story, still good, still entertaining. I had a good time watching it. So that would be number five. Uh, number four, uh, have you seen the movie, uh, Dungeons and Dragons? I have. Yeah. Like it, for me, it was just like. It did not take itself very seriously. It was just fun. Like, I, I just had a good time watching it. And I was like, I, I I'm not going to say, yeah, yeah, like th- there's no other way to put it. It was just, it was just fun. It was fun to watch. Uh, I enjoyed it. I'm not going to say it was like anything that was like, you know, super crazy plot or anything like that, but that's just it. Like, I just had a, a fun time watching the movie. I enjoyed it. I thought I had a good cast. Um, yeah. Did, yeah I, what did you, th- I hundred
0: percent, I hundred percent agree with that. Uh, pick, yeah. um, they actually just missed my eyeball mentions. Yeah, um, I got them figured. And but I, I, I thought that was probably one of the one of the biggest surprises of the year. Um, and I am a sucker for Chris Pine, and I thought like the chemistry between him and the rest of the cast, like Michelle Rodriguez, it was they, it, it was it was written so well, especially like if, for someone who's never played Dun- Dungeons and Dragons. It, it, right. it, it didn't matter. Like, I, yes. I, I still, yeah. it, it was still, true. it was still great. It's still, you can still pick up what was going on. And I'm sure if someone who loved, who played judges and dragons, they could understand a lot, of, like probably the little Easter eggs. I'm sure the film had, but like for us, you know, or at least for me, it probably, it's whenever in my head, but I'm still enjoying the movie like very much because, you know, you have fun characters, a fun storyline and it's kept me engaged. Yeah. A hundred
1: percent. So, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so number four, Dungeons & Dragons. Uh, number three that I suspect highly that it is in your top five, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Across the Spider-Verse. Yep. Uh, I did enjoy it. Uh, we already kind of reviewed that, so I'm not even going to go into that. Uh, number two, um, I guess... Um, we'll do the conclusion to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Even though number two in the trilogy was my favorite installment of it, uh, but I still enjoy the Guardians of the Galaxy, which again I assume is probably in your top five. And number one is very surprising it's actually not. for me. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy didn't even
0: make it. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, so, so I, I I like Guardians of the Galaxy, but like it's it's my least favorite of the of the trilogy.
1: Uh e- yeah, but I mean like I think that the it speaks more volumes about it being good overall, like it's mm-hmm. a good trilogy, but anyways. Uh I mean, really for me, I mean Spider-Man and, and Guardians, you probably interchange them for the number two place or however you wanted to do it. But number one uh is very odd. I didn't think it was gonna be in here. Uh I actually watched it more recently. Uh and I was amazed at how much I enjoyed it, and it's one of those movies that, like, I'd kind of recommend it for everyone, because I feel like most people would enjoy it, like... Anyways. Number one! Are you ready? I'm ready. Drum roll. Uh, the Mario movie.
0: Whoa! Hell yeah!
1: I was yeah. not expecting that. Yeah, the, 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 the song from Bowser, Uh, <laughs> it's a catchy tune, Jack Black.
0: Which I feel like I <laughs> snubbed by the Oscars. Beat, oh. just beat, just beat, just beat, just beat. <laughs> I've seen videos of him performing that live and it's hilarious. Oh, if you I haven't seen it, gem. watch it live. Yeah. Oh, no, listen, I, you watch yeah. it live.
1: Yeah, that was a, it was a good flick. Um. Yeah, I, I, am not even gonna dive into it. Just, I, I think it's just worth a watch. I, I, I just enjoyed it. Like, and it was, uh, I I wouldn't say, yeah, I was kind of surprising. I thought it was gonna be alright. I didn't think it was gonna be like, oh my god, like, this is actually like, there was a couple parts where I actually did laugh and all that. Like, it was, it was really well done. So, I will, uh, well, actually, the one thing I did like is my whole, uh, I think I talked about it last season about, My suspicions that Bowser's always had a crush on Peach, uh, on Princess Peach,
0: makes sense. Uh,
1: And and yeah, and playing the video games, I was like, and I and I mentioned that last season on this show, and it turns out, obviously, I was correct. (laughs)
0: Look at you! Look at you! You should be the screenwriter for the sequel.
1: I don't know if I can write as terrific of a song.
0: It would have been cool for him to get nominated because then he had to perform it in front of the entire audience at the Oscars. Mm. But then again, I'm very excited for 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 Ryan Gosling to sing "I'm Just Ken" at the mm. Oscars. It's going to be amazing. I can't wait. Um. Okay. Number five. All right. So I will say I only have one film on here that shared your top five. Okay. Spider Man. That's the one.
1: Yeah. Number 5 is Spider-Man. Kate it's Queen. not number
0: 5. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, so so number 5 is Past Lives. Never heard of it. So Past Lives is a I guess a I mean it's a Korean film, but I will say it's a Korean American film kind of hybrid. Okay. Uh mostly because it 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 take it, it follows two um uh two Korean Children in Seoul, Korea, and one of uh, the the girl, she moves to the U.S. when they're around like ten years old, or eh, maybe a little bit older. Um, and they kind of reconnect several years later while she's living, when, when she's in America, and the and the guy is still in Korea. Like how they're still they're still connected via Skype, but he goes out of his way to go find her because yeah. they had they had such a great friendship when they were kids. Right, um, and that friendship continues when they reconnect several years later. But and they try to play, and it keeps continue continuing for like at least a year or two, and they try to figure out if they want to meet each other uh, in person. But right. it didn't work; it, it doesn't work out as far as where their lives are going. Um, and so they, they cut it off. And then another ten years go by, mm. and where she's, you know you have these, you have the characters who are now like are who are like in the mid thirties and you know, and the, and the girl's already married. She's with this white American guy and he still, you still feel like the guy in Korea is still trying to figure things out, but he still has this longing for her. And you kind of feel like there's that, there's a connection, whatever, like where they still feel for each other from afar but they just haven't said anything, and then once they did say something, they that, that kind of, I, I feeling kind of jab his back, and you're kind of feeling like, okay, where is this going? Like, is she gonna get with him? You don't know, and yeah. but the whole thing is just, it, it, you, you kind of relate to it in a way because you can't help but put yourself in that situation because it's told so well, and it, it's told in a realistic fashion. Like, there's no villains in this. Like, there's no like bad guy. It's like, well, I you know. Yeah.
1: I, I need to know this. Yeah. Because you, you mentioned it's a Korean movie. Yes. And Koreans like to make interesting movies, kind of like Old Boy, for instance. Which we've, we've talked about this.
0: So, does he drink her bathwater? <laughs> no. No. There's, there's no creep. So, I guess, uh, as far as the creepiness factor goes, I guess... Maybe it's a little creepy that he's kind of going out of his way to try and find her, but like Uh. you kind of pass that by because like, you know, he's long for her because they had such a good connection when they were kids and then when they were young adults and everything. And you you can understand how they still had that deep connection later in life. So that's what's fascinating in a way because you can't help but think about, okay, maybe I had this connection with somebody long ago and is that person still sinking within me and like how I long for the, just to speak with them or have their connection with them again mm-hmm. and it's just so i i highly recommend you you and your girl to watch this because I would love past you lives. guys take okay. past lives and, and and this was another film nominated for best picture okay. uh, i I watched this a few weeks ago All right. um and it, it's been sticking with me and I've been telling people to watch it ever since so number four number four I have this film I have the film poor things. At number okay. four, poor thing, starring Emma Stone. Never heard of it. This is Emma Stone's best performance she's ever done. Oh okay. my god, it is fascinating. So it's a all star cast. It's it's Emma Stone, William Defoe, Mark Ruffalo, um, and it takes place like a, I think it's like the early 1900s London, I think. But the premise is. William Defoe is like this kind of science, like almost like Frankenstein type of person. Like he's even like kind of messed up facially, like with kind of all these prosthetics he's kind of put on his. I mean, his prosthetics are put on his face, but I'm just not sure as far as like what he's what he did in the movie to like make his face look like that, like reconstructing in a way to, to I guess survive. Um, yeah. But so he 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 takes a woman who committed suicide, but was still alive, and she was pregnant. And she takes the brain, he takes the brain of the baby and puts it inside the mind of the person, of the woman who tried to commit suicide. And this woman survives because of that. But you have a child's mind right now in, a, in an adult woman's body who's Emma Stone. And.
1: Oh, it's like like that, that big movie with, uh, what's his
0: name? Tom Hanks. Well, no, because it's. You're, she's like a child learning, like when already an adult body, like, so she, she's like learning how to walk uh, as a person, you okay. know, and then like, and talk, walk uh. and talk. Hmm. And uh. so she's learned these things. And then, like, when she learns that, then like she learns about relationships. And then, then all of a sudden, it gets more adult. She learns about sex. So you think about a child's brain. Learning about sex. That's,
1: this sounds Korean, man. Uh, this sounds kind of fucked up.
0: Well, it's not. Well, so 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 it, it sounds fucked up the way I'm explaining it. But like when you watch uh. it, it just like seems so natural. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Um, and, 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 and and the production that's done this from like the the direction, the writing is. Oh my god, I can totally see Did why. Did the person
1: that write this movie uh, drive? a white van and like to park outside of playgrounds. No,
0: no, I'll say this. (laughs) That's Uh, the vibe I'm getting, but no, I'll say this. So, so so you have, you have someone who's, who's, who's with Emma stone, her body, obviously she's very attractive Okay. with the mind, you know, but like, but because I I think because at least her mind's learning very quick. So it's like, you know, a child, obviously, you know, be, you take years to develop, take years, but because of, of her, I, th- I think be- just because of of, of uh, how she's already so developed, the mind develops a lot fast, 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 fast. So when oh, when she's right. learning these relationships and everything, and all of a sudden she gets the sex. It's funny when she starts having sex because she's just like why don't people do this all the time? You know, just, just do nothing else. Just have sex all the time. So, it's, <laughs> so again, it's, it's so. hilarious. I, I probably would have to watch this one. Yeah. It's told in a way where it, it feels, you, 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 you get into it real quick. Okay. Yeah. So three more. Right. you got three more, right? I got three more. So <laughs> the third one, the third one. Oh man. I just realized I, I don't have that much time. I got to get these, yep. these quick. Um, so the, the third one is the biggest surprise of the year. The biggest surprise okay. film of the year yeah. is Godzilla Minus One. Okay. Yeah, you talked God's- about
1: that last episode, I think, didn't you? No, I didn't. I talked oh, about it. Oh, yeah. We just had a conversation about it. We yeah, had so a conversation we about, about exactly should be on the Do podcast. not get it
0: twisted, Sleepy John. <laughs> 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 Don't forget our recordings and then our now recordings are two separate things. <laughs> I, I So, so anyway. Godzilla minus one, I recommend yeah. everyone needs to watch this film because you will, you will be forever changed when it comes to these kaiju monster movies. It is yeah. the very first kaiju monster movie where I actually shed a tear. And really, I was not expecting to fucking shed a tear during a Godzilla movie. Right. No one will expect that. Does Godzilla drink to me, some
1: bath water?
0: No. No. i like, I'm like, no. <laughs> well, it's just, I'm sure it's says ocean water. Okay. On to number two. Number two. Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer right. is the movie. It is the experience. It is the film. It is right. the amazing. It deserves all the accolades, all the awards. It will win Best Actor, Best Picture, all the awards. Oh, my God. Killian Murphy, the direction, the music. Uh, it does not feel like three hours. You can't believe how fast this movie goes by for how long this movie really is. Um, it will win Best Picture. It will win so many of the awards. I'm very excited for it. Oh my nice. god. Nice. Um number one movie. We talked about it to death. Yeah. It still holds it still holds number one spot. It was very close between this and Hammer, but across the Spider Verse still is number That's, one for me. Something. Okay. It is number one.
1: That is something. I don't
0: know it's because I'm a sucker for animation and I'm okay with I'm a sucker for animation because this is will go down as one of the best animated films of all time because of what this film did. Okay. And
1: yeah, I mean the artwork is pretty crazy. Yes, it is. It
0: is. Okay. The only thing I don't like is is the cliffhanger ending, but I know they had to do it. If I had to critique it. Yep. It, like so that's that. So, so that that is my top 10 of the year of 2023.
1: Number 1 Spider-Man.
0: Okay. So yes. Next week. Next week we will figure it out. <laughs> <laughs>
1: James got long winded again.
0: <laughs> yes. Yes. It is about to end right now. So, good night, everyone. Thank you for coming back for part two of season two. We'll yes. see you next week. Cheers.
1: Cheers.